אתם עם SBS בעברית. לעוד סיפורים מעניינים, כנסו ל-sbs.com.au. שלום, אוסטרליה. נתחיל And we are talking to Shane Dziadnik, senior journalist at Australian Jewish News, and you're listening to SBS Jewish Update with Nitzel Lowenstein. Shane, on a different matter altogether, ACMA, which is the Australian Communications and Media Authority, dismissed complaints against the ABC Q&A lodged by the Executive Council of Australian Jewry. And many people got upset about it. Yeah, that's right. Not least the Executive Council of Australian Jewry, who has described that uh, ruling by ACMA as beyond belief. Of course, it's referring to an episode of Q&A called Trauma and Truth-Telling, which aired shortly after the 11-day war between Israel and Hamas. And it featured a panel that heavily favoured the Palestinian narrative. And no representative from the Jewish community was on the panel. Only Wentworth MP Dave Sharma was left on the panel to defend Israel. Of course, he was a former ambassador of Australia to Israel. EKEDGE, the Zionist Federation of Australia, and Australia-Israel and Jewish Affairs Council all had lodged complaints following the broadcast. But in its just-released report, ACMA found no breaches of standards related to impartiality, featuring a diversity of viewpoints or unduly favouring any perspective. Executive Council of Australian Jury co-CEO Peter Wertheim said the Q&A program in question featured four panellists with a critical view of Israel against one defender of Israel and gave four times as much airtime to anti-Israel views than to a moderate good-faith analysis. And he said it all, they also censored all pro-Israel tweeted comments, the ones that appear on, along the bottom of the screen. He said it is beyond belief that such a program could be found not to have unduly favoured one view over another. And he concluded... that this outcome only confirms the futility of appealing to ACMA about the ABC's demonstrable bias against Israel 
and emphasizes the need for an external specialist and genuinely independent body to be created to assess complaints. His view is also agreed upon by AJAC Executive Director Colin Rubenstein, who has long been calling for an independent external complaints procedure, and also Zionist Federation of Australia President Jeremy Liebler. Shane, on uh, internal politics, what is the story with the Liberal Party candidate, Catherine Deves, about making Holocaust comparisons? Yes, so the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies, CEO Darren Bach, and Executive Council of Australian Jury co-CEO Peter Wertheim, have both invited Catherine Deves to visit the Sydney Jewish Museum, and it follows a series of controversial comments made by the Liberal Party candidate for Warringah. Uh, there have been calls for her to be disendorsed as the candidate since few deleted social media posts that she had posted likened her lobbying to stop transgender athletes from competing in women's sport and standing up against the Nazis during the Holocaust. Steves has apologised for that and Prime Minister Scott Morrison has continued to back her as a candidate. But Bark and Wertheim responded to the controversy in a joint statement which said... There is nothing in contemporary Australian life and politics that is remotely terrible to the wholesale destruction of human life civilization that occurred during World War II. And this sort of hyperbole trivializes the depth of inhumanity that were plumbed during that terrible conflict and desensitizes people to evil instead of educating them to recognize and counteract it. The extra, extra caution should always be taken when making historical We're talking to Shane Dizdiatnik, Senior Journalist at Australian Jewish News, and you're listening to SBS Jewish Update with Nietzsche Lowenstein. Shane, the Queensland Jewish community lost one of its leaders, George Stein, who passed away at 95. Yes, very sad news. Queensland Jewish Board of Deputies President Jason Steinberg said the community has lost a true legend. The Holocaust survivor, George Stein, was an icon. Brisbane's Jewish community, who Steinberg said became a champion hero from the moment that George arrived in the 1950s. He said his work with the State Zionist Council, Board of Deputies and many other organizations established strong ties with Israel and show out remembrance in Queensland. But most of all, George's commanding stature as a Holocaust survivor and his dedication to commitment of never forget will be his enduring league. Stain was born in Romania, 1927, grew up in a town called Aradia, where his father was president of the local synagogue. But in 1943, the family was transported to Auschwitz, and it was the last time George saw his parents and his sister. He was separated in the line and sent to Dora Labor Camp, Germany. After that was destroyed by Allied forces, he was sent to Bergen Belsen concentration camp before being liberated. In wife Gertrude, emigrated to Australia in 1955. The family concluded that George never said no and was the hardest worker anyone met. He had a very strong will and was very strong on morals, honesty and truth. Shane, another Holocaust survivor passed away. And just to remind our listeners that next week is Yom HaShoah. On Wednesday night is Erev Yom HaShoah and there are functions uh, in Sydney, Melbourne and uh, other communities around Australia. There is commemoration uh, on Wednesday, 27th of April, 7pm. There is a live stream you can join from home. And there is also a memorial on Sunday, 1st of May, 10.30 at the Rookwood Cemetery.
another, as I said, mentioned a Holocaust survivor passed away, and that was Mimi Reinhardt. She was the, the Jewish secretary who typed up Schindler's List, saving herself and other Jews, and she died in Israel at the age of 107. Quite an incredible lady, and she, she actually was blessed to live long life after liberation. And we can't end without mentioning Ukraine. The situation is still bad. And I know the Jewish community is doing a lot to help Ukrainian refugees. They're raising money, collecting clothes, food, whatever they can. The Jewish News actually mentioned that Stephen Lowy, the chairman of Karen Ayesod, URA, and his wife Judy traveled to Poland and Ukraine and visited the refugee centers and also the Israel Civilian Field Hospital. Yeah, that's right. And he said they're all volunteering their time on two weeks stints and they could actually could have filled the volunteers three times over. That's how many people wanted to come and help. He said more than 60% of the volunteers were refugees themselves and they had made Aliyah when they were children. So they speak Russian or Ukrainian and they just wanted to go back to help out. He said you cannot help but be phenomenally proud of Israel to see that. And there's a program offered by the Jewish Agency in Karen Hayasod where at 15 years old, children from the former Soviet Union could come to Israel in advance of their parents. In a very nice moment uh, that he observed while he was there, he said one of the doctors we spoke to had been on that particular program. He was brought out as a 15-year-old to Israel, and now she's returned as a doctor to help uh, the people experiencing uh, the trauma of uh, this invasion of Ukraine. Shane Dziatnik, senior journalist at the Australian Jewish News. Thank you so much, and have a great week. Rotsim lishma otsipurim? Haazinu derech haEpple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify. או בכל מקום אחר בו ניתן להאזין לפודקאסטים.